Yeah, how's it going? Today is Friday, November 13th, 2020. Friday the 13th. How about that in the year 2020? Could be extra weird. I am tired. Uh, up late last night, the aquarium light blew out the other night. So our fish were experiencing day-night confusion. So, you know. We're staying up trying to sleep train them now. These two 11 cent goldfish. I think they're getting the hang of it. I hung out with my college buddies. And you may have heard them on the last podcast. So I want to thank them again for joining me. It was a good time. When I went up there to see them, I... We were mountain biking, so I went to change afterwards because we were going to go out to dinner, and uh, I put a Jeff cap on because uh, I had helmet head from riding this mountain bike, so I threw a Jeff cap on, and I came out from the bathroom and said, I guess I'm the type of guy that wears a Jeff cap now, and everyone just looked at me with no, it was like there was no response at all. I said, I guess I'm the type of guy, and I said it again. And, and what I came to learn is they've never called this sort of hat a Jeff cap before. I've done some linguistic surveys on the term now. I think Jeff cap is a Philly term. So we discussed it throughout the night at dinner as a couple more New York, New Jersey guys rolled in. I said, what do you call this? And the one guy said, it's a pancake hat guy. Another guy said, no, it's not. It's a newsy. A newsy. Final dude rolled in. I said, what do you call it? He said, that's a kangle. Nobody can clarify this term. It's a regional term. I go Jeff Cap. If you don't call it a Jeff Cap, you're wrong. I would say the show is not going well so far. I don't have a lot of robust material today. We're going to we're going to muscle through this. It's low tier today. It's like those Philadelphia Eagles. They're in first place, but I think they're two, 3 and 5, 2 and 5. They have a losing record. It's uh it's it's a pathetic division, the NFC East or as some would call it the NFC least. Yuck, yuck. bad but i think they're getting a little momentum now i believe you gotta believe but they started off the year so poorly i think it was the game against cleveland i remember watching it two terrible teams and um even the television production value was very weak you gotta understand folks i'm coming off the 2018 super bowl winning eagles and two decades of moderate success Multiple postseason appearances. It was the first time in two decades where I, I noticed a uh, depreciable, is that the word I'm looking for? 
the appreciable drop in television production quality during this Eagles-Browns game. The color analyst's name was Spiro Deeds. Who is that? Spiro Deeds. I texted my buddy who's a Jet fan. And if you know football, you know the Jets have been a, a pathetic organization uh, for the history of their existence. Save for their Super Bowl with Joe Namath. And he said, oh, you've entered bad football now. He knew what I was talking about immediately. He's like, yeah, dude. Watch the, <laughs> notice the commercials you're going to start seeing. He said while watching Jets games, it's mainly commercials for cash for jewelry <laughs> and like, you know, other sorts of low to low tier car commercials. That's what I have in store this season. But I'll take it because I love my Eagles. But if they really start bombing out, it's just going to be commercials of Dick Vermeil for Blue Cross Blue Shield. All the 80-year-old women swooning for Dick Vermeil. I went over to watch the game at the neighbors. And then I was over there what. Watching boxing too and an MMA thing. And this partly fell over in October, the Jewish holidays. And I am not Jewish, so I don't celebrate. So uh, the Jewish holidays for me are like, I'm going out to see the UFC. I'm going to the neighbors. It usually just involves hanging out with the neighbors, watching a sport. I went out for the first night of the Jewish holidays. And then there was another sporting event. So I told my wife, I said, I'm going to go out. Again, again tonight. She said, again? I said, yeah, because the Jewish holidays. She said, well, you were, you were out last night. Why don't you just cool it? Why don't you just cool it and stay at home? I said, I said what are you, an anti-Semite? She tried to get me. She said, I should just cool it and stay home. It just felt a little anti-Semitic to me. I left. To watch those low tier eagles. It was so low tier, I fell asleep after this Eagles Browns game. And I woke up, and it wasn't another football game on TV. It was a uh, professional bull riding, was the, the bumper show. Is that what you'd say in television production terms? The post Eagles game, it was bull riding. I woke up to an interview, the bull rider getting interviewed. I thought, what happened? How did my football get so low tier? What, and then the bull riding, I fell asleep again. The bull riding uh, bled right into a Law and Order episode. You know the momentum in sports is lost when they go into a, a police procedural. It's like, where's the buzz after the 1 o'clock game? Nothing. They shut football down after the 1 o'clock game. And the, it was it was a law and order episode, and the the dialogue was so bad that it actually woke me up out of my nap. I thought this dialogue is offensively bad. My body was aesthetically offended while I slept. But I do like 
police procedurals. I'm getting back into the detective, a detective show. I really haven't watched that genre since college. Uh, a Welsh detective show I'm enjoying on Netflix called Hinterland. Hinterland. The accent's the best. There's a body in the quarry. They always find a, a body in the garage. We found this body in the garage. And it's the I've noticed I've watched so many of them now in a binge watching situation that my mind can now see the pattern and the formulas. Here's how it works. The key scene to any whodunit show is when you go to the suspect's house to question him or her, they must be doing some cool manual labor task. Cop rolls up and the suspect has to be like building a fence to keep sheep in. So your eyes are like, that's the suspect. But that's also pretty cool what he's doing. Or they must be fixing a van underneath the van. And they have to roll out on their back on that dolly and clean their hands. And the cop will say, where were you the night of March 7th? And they clean their hands. That's old school shows. I like old head shows. I don't watch these shows, but CBS used to gear towards the old heads. I remember Jag. Is, <laughs> is that the oldest head show ever in, invented? Republican James Patterson sort of fiction. <laughs> For the 80-year-old set. I'll invite people over here to watch the Eagles. And then instead of putting the Eagles on, I'll put on that Pokemon episode that caused people seizures years ago. Do you remember this story? Pokemon is a cartoon, and it, apparently it flashed in a certain pattern. And all of the viewing area just keeled over in seizures. I find that fascinating. I'll throw that episode on. I saw The Onion did a piece about the electoral map flashing from blue and red so white that it would cause seizures. I need you to know I didn't steal that joke. I, like The Onion, was simultaneously thinking about seizures. that mass hysteria stuff like the sound witch trials and things like that they say that's like you know someone started acting goofy and then it can become heavily influential there are stories of mass hypnosis a school in upstate new york a number of years ago all the girls started experiencing tourette's sort of syndrome with these odd tics in rye new york look it up there was an a laughing epidemic in Africa, I believe this was, where one person started laughing and then everyone in the village started laughing. And it spread. A mad laughing epidemic. Epidemic. Struggling with that word. But I'm a big fan. Also a big fan of fall. Fall is here. It's leaf peeping season. 
I will peep the shit out of a leaf. I will. I'm going to go check out some covered bridges now that it's fall. Do you know Pennsylvania has the most covered bridges in all of the United States with 213? Ohio is in second place with 148. F you, Ohio. <laughs> Where are your covered bridges now? Just a pathetic amount of covered bridges coming out of Ohio. I talked last week about how healthy Lucy is, our lab pit bull mix. Well, I jinxed it. She went in with an ear infection promptly the next day. Uh, and then she was taking some medication for that. She's doing better now, but the medication she had a reaction to. We took her, when she went back for her checkup, wife and I took her and the doctor said, uh, any side effects? I said, yeah, you know, with the medication, it seems like she does have diarrhea. And my wife pipes in. Like a fire hose. We both looked at her. I was like, I don't know if this helps the diagnosis, that that image. Uh, but maybe it did. She's doing better now, so maybe that detail did help. I saw the ice cream truck sporadically this summer. A real victim of the COVID, I think. They don't want people clustering around SpongeBob ice cream bars. And this guy drove like 70 miles an hour. So even if you wanted the ice cream, he drove way too fast. The second you get out there with your money, you just see the truck far on the horizon. My man needs to slow down. He needs to go back to training. We can't, we want the ice cream. We just, we can't get out there fast enough. Give us a chance. Got a hot tub. It's going to be installed in a couple weeks. Going to live that hot tub life. There's no joke there. That's just me flexing. Hey, here's the ad. This podcast is being sponsored by Integrity Wealth Management. They can help you with portfolio management, retirement planning, financial planning, estate planning and services, life insurance, and wealth preservation strategies. Please call them at 215-864-3598 or visit their website at www.integritywealthmanagement.com. My pants game is a mess in this pandemic. I'm due for some new slacks, and uh, all the fitting rooms are closed. I just can't buy a pair of pants willy-nilly. I require a fitting room. Nothing. Can't buy pants in this blind faith, so there's been, you know, I feel like I'm in a pant rut here. I mentioned last week about those cocktails at Rendazzo. Ooh, maybe I shouldn't say the pizza place name, but the, the pizza shop uh, up the street uh, where they're serving these lethal, lethal, heavily alcohol-infused cocktails. I said, they're way too strong. I was telling the neighbors this, and one of the, one of the uh, wives said that she had the pizza shop cocktail with her friend during an afternoon play date. And 
she just had one and she f fell down. She face planted her nose in the carpet and it just ruined the play date. The husband had to come pick her up. I'm telling you, you don't want to mess with those pizza shop cocktails. It's a gateway drug to eggnog. Big election, huh? I was doing this. People were talking about the election. I said, there's an election. Who's running? No, nah, no, nah, I'm more of a sports guy. I don't really, I don't really follow the politics. How offensive would that be? What, who? Who's in it? Who's in the finals? I'm a sports guy. I want to decorate my home in sports guy motifs. My favorite part of playing high school football was during practice breaks. There was a water fountain made from PVC piping in this rectangular shape, and they just drilled holes into the PVC piping, and they would pump water through it, and it would be like a 12-man 12, 12 water fountain. That was my favorite part of high school football and how I'd like to decorate my house now in that motif. Have that 12 station water fountain in the kitchen. So when my daughters come home from school, have a nice icy cold drink of water. Now granted, the unoccupied 10 stations would cause a bit of water to collect on the floor in the kitchen, but a small price to pay to suck out of those, one of those PVC piping water fountains. I gotta wrap it up soon. So, I slept downstairs last night because I'm trying to sleep train the goldfish. I'm only kidding about the sleep training the goldfish, but I do sleep in the basement. Sometimes I'll do that if I'm watching a sport or something and I fall asleep down there. And my wife has a pillow, uh, which the technical name is a husband. Do you know this pillow? It's one that sits upright and has two kind of low tier, not low tier, but low position arms. A husband is the name of that pillow. I do get jealous when I come upstairs. And see that she's sleeping with the husband. I toss it aside. Get in bed. I have a problem. I'm the jealous type. Sometimes. My wife is not the jealous type. Or I, I said, you know what? It's not that you're not jealous. You just have, you just have better spy equipment. I'm tracked on the phone. We got home security cameras everywhere. You just have superior spy equipment. Kim Jong-un. I think she just practices the philosophy of peace through strength. But is that the saddest name of Bed Bath & Beyond equipment? That pillow? It's called a husband? <laughs> that makes me very sad, I think, that name. This shows you what women think of men. They just... As insignificant as a pillow, you could toss aside. That's how much they think we contribute to society. Getting a lot of work done. Uh, some home improvements. Some some items going on. I knew this one guy. Uh, 
quoted me a price and uh, kind of knew him. So I was like, ah, maybe I'd get hooked up with a friend price. I feel like he gave me an enemy price. I was like, not only does this not look like a friend price, because I said, you know, he came back with, with the proposal, and I said, what's the damage? Yuck, yuck. I looked at the damage. I thought, this feels like arch enemy prices. Like mortal arch enemies. <laughs> there we go. Did fine work. All right, folks. Have a wonderful Friday the 13th. Questions, comments, concerns, complaints. Brian Francis Podcast at Outlook.com. We'll see you next time. Later.